Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name, of course, is Andy Spateri, and I am joined by Allison Aletha, Kevin O'Rourke. The whole band is back together. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Good. I'm tired, but I'm good. How was your guys' Thanksgiving? It was great. It was really fun. Crazy. <laughs> it was freezing? Crazy. Oh, I thought you said it was freezing. Chaos anxiety everywhere but it was still good to see certain family oh it was freezing here in canada where thanksgiving was a month ago that's uh, right it was like <laughs> insanely cold actually I, I took a snow day last week one of these days because i was like ain't no way i'm driving to work like this so i just work from home smart so yeah the holidays are over the holidays are settled the next big one coming up is christmas um, and Zelda Dungeon has your Christmas present early. Of course, we released the best Zelda ever 2019 edition list, and we are going to go over that extensively today. But first, before we get there, Allison, I got a mm. lot of really good feedback about our Skyward Sword episode last week. Uh, did you hear anything from anybody? I just got a lot of, like, mixed stuff, but it was mostly um, really good discussion. Like, some people were not good for it, some people were good for it, and it, was, it wasn't, it was like, anything negative on us. It was just, real, it was it was good discussions across the board, I thought. Uh, yeah, so as, as soon as the kind of reaction started pouring in, I was kind of a little bit worried that people were going to take it to the extreme, like, Skyward Sword sucks, or no, it's the best. There were a lot of people, both for and against that game. Uh, but mm -hmm. I, it was it was a really, really great conversation, I thought. The feedback I got was, like, really good. Like, people seemed to uh, take our points and Rod's points and, and really kind of uh, understand where we were coming from with them. So I was I was happy with that episode. I thought that it was a really good one. Um, and, and I think the feedback that we got was uh, very apropos for the episode that we recorded. I also uh, just wanted to to say as well so two weeks ago now you and i allison recorded an episode all about pokemon sword and shield and i meant to bring this up last week but i got lost in the uh skyward sword uh debate we got a lot of really good feedback on that episode too and that was an episode that had absolutely nothing to do with zelda so my question to you listeners is this and tweet at me at spateri316 and let me know would you be interested in seeing more episodes like that about other non-Zelda-related game releases? So we're talking, like, maybe we spend an episode talking all about Metroid Prime 4 or Bayonetta 3, whatever. Um, is that something that you guys are into? Would you rather us just uh, stick it to Zelda, uh, or, or stick to Zelda, rather? <laughs> I feel like the or other way we'd you... stick it to Zelda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not talking about you this week. Get off our show. <laughs> So yeah, let let us know if you if you liked uh, if you liked hearing you know this uh, this the Zelda podcast talk about non Zelda stuff. Um, you know what? It, it's kind of cool for us because it's a little bit of a break sometimes. Uh, you know, obviously there's not news in in the Zelda world every single week. So if uh, if you dug that, let me know if you want to see more of that in the future. I think that we could do some pretty cool uh, episodes like that going forward. All right, so let's get going here. And I guess one last thing before we get to the best Zelda ever list. Speaking of Christmas time, Ko, what uh, tell tell everybody listening what uh, a great Christmas present a Zelda Dungeon shirt might be. We have 
uh, Zelda Dungeon Marathon t-shirts available on the Zelda Dungeon Teespring store that you can order now and have them... Well, no, yeah, you'll have them in time. You'll have them in time before the the big day, the big holiday, Christmas. Um, if you want to purchase a, an Allison shirt, maybe a Tuesday shirt, maybe a Canadian Nightmare shirt for a loved one, or for yourself, you could treat yourself this Christmas, um, you can head on over to our store. Um, they ship worldwide. They do, yeah. And, and quickly, Sam got her shirt before I got mine at the marathon this year. Nice. Very nice. There you go. And yeah, I just there's some really there's cool designs over there. I I really like. Uh, I have the Tuesday shirt, which is of course uh, Kevin's brand. Oh yeah. Uh, I might I might have to get the Talus Gym shirt for Christmas. I was originally going to get all three, but my wallet just gave out on me. <laughs> I just got my Allison shirt in the mail. I I've been supporting all the teams this year, and basically every payday I bought a shirt. <laughs> That's great. There you go. Um, and naturally, uh, the proceeds for this uh, get bundled up into uh, being donated towards our next year's Zelda Dungeon Marathon charity. So right. you kind so, of you buy two gifts, sort of. Important to know, we're not trying to to shill you some just T-shirts and stuff where the money goes to Zelda Dungeon. It doesn't. It goes towards um, Extra Life uh, Children's Charities. So you're you're doing a good thing. Check it out, teespring.com forward slash store forward slash Zelda Dungeon. Do I have that right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, it sounds right to me. We'll just post a link. That way you can be wrong right or me. right. Yeah. So f- follow the link. Ignore what I said. We'll post the link where you can uh, grab some sweet swag. And yeah, are you guys ready? I think we've uh, I think we've stalled long enough. Let's get into the list. Ooh, we checking it twice? We Well, we're going to check it. Probably 21 times, because there is 21 <laughs> games ranked in this list. And, of course, this is the top story over on ZeldaDungeon.net. Head over there, read this list. This is a 10,000-word monster of an article. Oh but you read it, and you're kind of reading it in little, little chapters or chunks, because each game mm-hmm. is, like, its own thing, right? So it doesn't feel as long as it is, because when I was editing it, um, at the end of it, I looked at the word count, and I was just like, holy, holy bleep. Like, I can't believe that this is as long as it is. So, yeah, there are 21 games. So the games that are ranked are, is every single mainline Zelda game, and we included the spinoffs and the fringe games. So in that category, I would include Triforce Heroes is on this list, Four Swords, and Four Swords Adventures are on this list, uh, Hyrule Warriors is on this list, as well as Cadence of Hyrule. So all of those games are on the best Zelda ever list. The way that this works is we took a poll. Or not a poll, I guess, but we asked all of the editors that write for Zelda Dungeon. And and we asked Kevin, too, for some reason. I'm not sure why. I don't know how I squeaked onto this list, but I did. I, you know, he, he messaged me, and he's like, hey, can I submit my list? And I was like, "No, yeah, sure. But if I would have actually known what his list was going to be, I would have said, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> Oh, we'll thanks, Annie. That. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing is that I really, really wanted to put Link's crossbow training on the list, but it was not eligible. No, devastated. it was not eligible. Devastated. You know, I was devastated that Tingle's Rosy Rupeeland wasn't eligible, but I think I'm legitimately, along with Locke, the only people at Zelda Dungeon that have played it. <laughs> 18 out of 20 editors has not played <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tingle's Rosy Rupeeland. 
So the way that this works is this, and I'll give you a short explanation, then we'll dive into the list. Uh, we had 20 editors, and they submitted their list of Zelda games in order from least favorite to favorite. So we assigned points based on what their favorite game was. So my list, for example, would have had Ocarina of Time at number one. That got 21 points because there's 21 games on the list. Um, my number two game would have had 20 points. My number three game would have had 19 points, etc., etc. Uh, for editors that had not played all of the Zelda titles, which is actually like a few of them, um, what we did was we, uh, let's just say that they'd only played 10 games, their first overall pick would have got 10 points and then went down in descending order based on the amount of games that they played. So we took these lists, 20 editors, we tallied up the scores and we got this big definitive ranking that we are uh, going to go through right now. So... Are you guys ready? This is going to be a monster. I'm so ready. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to talk about the placement of these games, kind of where we had them on our list, if we if we feel strongly about their, their ranking or not, and uh, we'll just get into some brief discussion about all the games. Let's start off with the game that finishes in last place. This is a travesty that it's not Triforce Heroes in last place for their third year in a row. <laughs> Number 21, The Legend of Zelda Four Swords. Wow. It's Four Swords. I just thought, I just thought it was kind of unfairly placed. I feel like there are worse Zelda games. Uh, you know what? I, I agree. I um, and, and what really surprised me about this ranking is I was expecting that it would finish in last place because nobody had played it. But we actually had 13 out of 20 editors who had played this game which which is far more than i was expecting and and there are games where people like have have played or not as many editors as played i i thought that this game would be for sure the least played game on this list just because when it came out you needed the uh the game boy advance controllers to play it and like you needed to link up and then with the anniversary edition which did add a solo player mode i mean that it, it was only available for download like in a, in a finite amount of time, and you can't re-download it. So I was surprised that as many people played this as they did and then ranked it as low as they did. I mean, to be fair, how many of these editors have been at the marathon and forced to play Four Swords? Well, I played Four Swords at the marathon. I wouldn't say forced, but it's a, it's a fun little romp. I like running around that game. I guess to me, I was I was a little bit surprised because I think one of the things that I consistently hear, and maybe this is just within the Zelda Dungeon bubble, but like I consistently hear that like this game is a far better game than Four Swords Adventures, which I'm not sure that I agree with, but I think they're they're very different in terms of like the scale. I think Four Swords Adventures has a like a bigger arcing story, and you know it's more involved a lot longer yeah and the puzzles are a bit more in depth too on, on four swords adventures compared to four swords mm -hmm. this just reminded me how sad i was that i had i had my 3ds and i downloaded the anniversary edition of four swords and i broke my 3ds and you can't re-download yeah, it you can't Woof. what really nope it's uh it was like that. available for about three months maybe i want to say yeah it was a short time That's um sad. it was a free download which i'm assuming is how 
almost i bet you almost all of the editors that played this game played the anniversary edition uh, mm-hmm. if i had to put money on that um but yeah it was a free download it was only available for like three months and then poof gone vanished forever if you were like me and broke your 3ds then uh tough luck that sucks so yeah i feel i feel bad for four swords but uh I guess I wouldn't go to bat with it and say... I, I, I think that it should be in 20th place. How about that? Bump them bump one up in the order. Yeah, I think I had it up a couple more. I had it at 16. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I got a little overzealous there. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, So in my list, I actually ranked Four Swords ahead of... like, I ranked it ahead of Phantom Hourglass, uh, Spirit Tracks, Twilight Princess, Adventure yeah. of Link. Oh, yeah. I ranked it just above Skyward Sword. Uh, Let that yeah. sink in. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get there. Let that you know sink what? in. So twenty one, that's four swords. Let's move on to twentieth uh, on our list. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. And how this did not finish in last, I don't know. Actually I do know because it was Kevin. It was me. It was me, Andy. It was me all along. I am the sole reason why this game is not in last. And I'm the the one that ranked it the highest on my list out of the entire staff. You did. Yep, you did. A little piece of dubious trivia for you, though. So, this game last year and the year before finished in dead last. And despite not finishing in dead last this year, it still fell back on the list. So more games actually finished ahead of Triforce Heroes on our list than last year. But... By God, for some reason, it's not last. And I I truly feel like it should be. And I actually, I made oh. a deal. I made a deal with Charles, one of our editors, to play Triforce Heroes. And I will, again. Because, you know, I've, I've played just enough where I'm just like, this is not for me. I played a little bit more of the marathon. I'm like, this is really not for me. So I, play, I made a deal with him to play it in full again, solo, if he plays Skyward Sword solo. And I'm going to do that. Wow. Okay. See, this game is really... The multiplayer is is the kicker with this game. That's why I love this one so much. Play it with Team Friendship. I... So, I ranked it up a little bit higher on my list this year. But that's only because I played multiplayer this time. And with, like, people that I actually like playing games with. I would never recommend playing this game solo. So, I feel really bad for you, Andy. And... I would also never recommend playing this whole game straight in one go. Yeah. It was kind of rough at the marathon. Yeah, I think you, myself, and Ashley were, like, a little delirious towards the end of this game at the marathon. I'm pretty sure I was falling asleep and walking. Uh, I was the bottom of the totem, and I was walking people off. <laughs> yep. That was all right. On the final boss. <laughs> On the final boss. This is fine. I don't. I honestly don't remember how we defeated that. I'm pretty sure it was all I think I scooped... You you picked Ashley up. I scooped you up, and then I told Ashley just keep pressing the button, and we won. <laughs> That's where we're both falling asleep. But yeah, I I just think you shouldn't play this alone, and I don't think it's a good enough Zelda game to play all in one go. Yeah, you know I just like I'm not down with the outfit mechanic. I think that oh it's they're dumb. fun. Why? What's I dumb about like... them? Uh, I I don't know. It's just like. To me, I I have I have kind of an idea of Zelda as a more 
not serious, but like, I, I don't know. It just, it kind of takes me out of it. Like when I'm, when I'm putting on like the ice climber outfit in Triforce Heroes, I'm just like, man, this isn't Zelda. Like this is just, I don't know. It, it's weird. Well, what about Link running around with a tingle outfit in Breath of the Wild? You know, and, and that's funny because I was, I was going to say like, I don't have that problem in Breath of the Wild when you get all of the different like armors and ridiculous costumes and stuff. It's just something about the presentation of Triforce Heroes to me that's just very unappealing. Yeah, I think and, it's goofy. And you know what? I don't mind Goofy in Zelda. Like I really don't. Like I, you know, I love the Tingle games, but like I don't know something something about this game. Like I feel like if they if they were gonna do a game like this, maybe they they either should have went farther or they should have reined it in a little bit. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's the right, uh, right amount of goof. I'll tell you. What, we'll we'll do a show on my playthrough of Triforce Heroes. I I've committed to playing at least three Zelda titles this year, um, and this is one of you them. Yeah, one month left, Andy. Okay, yeah. sorry. In 2020. All right, there we go. In 2020. <laughs> I said I'm gonna play. Well, actually, I'll I'll save the the next games that I said I was gonna play. Um, let's move on. Number 19 on our list, and I was surprised to see it this low, The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. And last year it was 15th, and this year it's 19th, so quite the fall. Yeah, this... Oh, wow, yeah, that is a good fall. This game is... It, and it gets lumped in with Phantom Hourglass, which is... They're very different games. Um, I just... Well, it's you, the controls you know for me. It does. Yeah, 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 it's those... DS Zeldas. It's those darn DS controls. The dark DS controls. Yeah. yeah, it's just that's the part that gets me with this. Although I will say, like, there's things that I like about Spirit Tracks controls over Phantom Hourglass's controls, and man, do I like trains and that overworld music. The overworld theme is pretty good. I'll give it that. Um, I I think that this is a better game than Phantom Hourglass. Although I guess I'll just say it now. Phantom Hourglass is the other game that I committed to replaying and giving another shot because phantom hourglass and uh, i think phantom hourglass and spirit tracks are the only zelda games that i've only ever played once because after i finished them i was like i never want to play this again ever yeah i liked um i like spirit tracks better than phantom hourglass i think that the final boss battle is really cool with the demon train i think that uh burn is like an interesting character you know the problem with these games is beyond the controls is i think the biggest problem and and we talk about like you know we talk about repetitive dungeons a lot to me it's just like yes. these games are ugly like they're oh yeah ugly you you take the graphics of of the wind waker which which is a beautiful art style and you compress it and condense it and it just looks ugly and just not good yeah i'd love to see i'd love to see how i, I haven't played spirit track so i didn't rank it but i'd love to see phantom hourglass kind of redone to look a little bit more like wind waker it'd be it'd be pretty cool to see it like that i would love like an hd remake on a console of these two games bundled together yeah it's it's tough yeah. to remake these games because of the control scheme like that's what makes them unique so i feel like if you took that away you'd take apart like the most unique parts of the game and they'd feel like you know a completely different game which is i guess good and bad i mean i want to play it without like my just talking about this game right now is hurting my wrist 
and that there's no good way to hold the DS playing this game. Yeah, I don't know how they would redo it. I would think like the Wii U would have been the perfect console to redo those games. Oh yeah. I don't know now. And they did re-release just Phantom Hourglass on there with a few different on, control like, schemes. Yeah, the virtual yeah. console. Yeah, on the virtual console, yeah. but no, no love for Spirit Tracks. Game. Yeah, still the same game. Um, playing DS games on the Wii U Virtual Console, I found was was really an awkward experience. I didn't like it at all. I didn't much care for it either. It is cool to have the different options, but none of them it's, felt it's that cool, great. But like, yeah, it's it's weird that, uh, and and maybe maybe we're just conditioned to having your DS where you could quickly see the top screen, the bottom screen, over because I mean. You play lots of games now, or like on the Wii U, where you'd be looking down and there's information on your tablet, and then there's other information on the on the screen. But for me, it just felt weird because like I was just used to them being very connected. It, like, you know what I mean? Like those yeah, screens you go from one to another. Yeah, yeah. So I think I was playing like Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon on there, and it was it was weird. I I didn't much care for it. But yeah, Spirit Tracks, man. Too bad. So sad. Allison. I don't know that you're missing much on Spirit Tracks. It's it's not one of my favorite Zelda games, but uh, it does have some good moments. I think it's worth running through. Yeah, I hope to play it someday, just so I could say that in ages, just so I could say that I've played every Zelda game. Well, you have until the end of next year. <laughs> then you can put <laughs> you it up. Then you can rank it on the list. You have thirty days. Oh. No, no, of next year, not this year. Gotcha. All right, number eighteen: The Legend of Zelda: Four Swords adventures and uh 12 out of 20 editors have played this which surprises me that again more people had played four swords and have played four swords adventures although i guess it's not that surprising since like we talked about there is that anniversary edition um this is the other game that i committed to playing by the end of 2020 and i'm gonna run this game solo because i don't have any friends uh that live in calgary (laughs) (laughs) that like zelda which is which is terrible i should just move out of calgary but uh, I'm going to run through this game solo because I've played a lot of it. I probably played, like, the whole game's worth at the marathon. But, mm-hmm. like, I never really, like, I don't know what the story's about. And there's a lot of story in this game. Yeah, there is. It's, like, a surprising amount, too. Like, there's a lot to this game. Yeah. So I, I picked it up on the GameCube. I picked it up uh, maybe about two months ago. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it. And uh, I'm going to... Again, we're going to do an episode all about Four Swords Adventures. We're going to report back, see what that story's all about. Maybe we can even get Alexis on this episode, because she uh, she ranked it fourth. That's her fourth favorite wow. Zelda game. Yeah, One for each sword. a strong advocate for Four Swords, like all the years that we've been doing this list. Which is, which is sad, because she's had to write about Four Swords for three years in a row, and eventually you just kind of run out of things to talk about with, uh, <laughs> right. you know, writing about the same game, but... No, I, I think that it's like, you know, I, I ranked it a little bit higher, I want to say. Um, I put it at uh, number 11, or no, number 13 on my list, so above a couple other games. Oh, I did too. I always have a lot of fun with this game because I play, I mean, my experience has been, you know, with you guys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I uh, you know, I think that this, uh, my opinion may change based on my solo adventures, but for now, it's, you know, I, I really enjoy playing with it, or playing this game with, with my friends, which I guess maybe, you know, that's kind of what you guys said about Triforce Heroes, so maybe I'll give it some rope. 
Yeah, I think this is a better solo. I will say, like, this is a better solo experience than playing Triforce Heroes solo. Look forward to that uh, sometime in 2020 when I sit down and play this game. Uh, number 17, The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. Allison, where did you rank this? I think you might have been the highest. I ranked it at number six oh, this no. year. Somebody ranked it at number four. Oh. Was that Emma? I think Emma's the one who was, yes, like, it was Emma. really pushing for it. It might have been. Yep. It, but you know what? A little asterisk beside that. I think she'd only played like 10 Zelda games. So. The ah. <laughs> short list. Oh my gosh. Phantom Hourglass has sat at number six on my list for the last three years. She's a solid number six for me. The Phantom Hourglass uh, so yeah. solid six. Six out of 21. This game, it fell three spots. In 2018, it was number 14. 2019 is number 17. And, uh, you know, I just... This is... This is one of my least favorite Zelda games. I don't... I think it's ugly. I think <laughs> that the controls are awful. Uh, I think that the Temple of the Ocean King is terrible. I don't... I don't personally get as much enjoyment out of Linebeck as probably a lot of other people. Um, I, I think, like, Bellum is just, like, a, a, an awful, an awful villain. Yeah, I can agree with that point. Um, at, at least Spirit Tracks has cool villains. Bellum is just... I, I can't even remember what the guy looks like barely because he's just like a he's he's an NES he's an NES villain that's like just some random enemy in the final in the final spot like Bellum. I don't know hardly know him oh my god <laughs> <laughs> thank you Michael Scott um, <laughs> I when we get up to the number sixteen place Oof. um I will get I. And just am very upset that the game at number 16 is above Phantom Hourglass. I can agree that Phantom Hourglass has its place in the teens of, like, uh, 1 through 21 of Zelda games. I get that. I personally rank it higher because I, while it is repetitive, the Ocean King dungeon, I know how to go through it. So I enjoy it. It doesn't feel the same every time. Um, the controls I get a little tired of after playing it for four hours, but it's still, it's just kind of a fun thing that Nintendo tried to do and I appreciate it. I love Limebeck. I think he's got a lot of character development. Um, not as much as like say Groose or something like that, but he still comes a long way and I love that. And I don't know, like the characters are really endearing to me, but Bellum, yeah, he's awful. I, I will say, I, I do think that Limebeck is probably the best part of this game. Yeah, but he he's still like he himself is not alone or is not enough to save this for me from being. I I think I ranked this my my third least favorite Zelda game, which is actually Ouch. like bonkers because Kevin O'Rourke ranked another game in that exact same spot that we're gonna get to in a bit. Yes, we are. Makes me want to reach okay. through this microphone. And <laughs> just throttle me. Give him a Canadian it. high five on the. Yeah, I, there's a lot of people that want to do that to me. Probably a lot of people that are uh, reading this list who would know what are, where I put stuff. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. Uh, any thoughts on Phantom Hourglass before we move on? It was my yeah. lowest lowest game. That's it. 
Enough Sorry. Said. We don't need we don't need to bury yep. this game anymore. Let's move on to number sixteen. Woo. Sixteen. Woo. The Legend of Zelda Adventure of Link. I am error. Allison, this game beat out Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. What do you think about that? First of all, it doesn't deserve 16 at all. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I rank this game bottom of my list. It's just, wow. It's not a good Zelda game. I don't understand. I have no understanding of why it's here at this place. I don't get it. It's a Zelda game. It's not a good one. I ranked it number 10. <laughs> oh, my God. I like this game. Do you want to know what I ranked it on my list? Sure. 16. Oh, 16, baby. <laughs> I ranked it 16. <laughs> There we go. Oh I've I've just played this game uh, to play it for the Zelda Dungeon Marathon, where I was, you know, not the most equipped to play it that well, but man, oh man, was this game fun. And I loved, like, the Castlevania games and these, like, 2D action platformer games. So I don't know why, like, I just never got that far in the game. And the more and more I played it to, to like, prep for this year's marathon, the more and more I liked it. I will say this. This game would have ranked lower had I not... So I played it last year, and I was just like, man, this this is rough. Um, and it's really fun, but the thing is, when you die, you have to go back all the way yeah, to the start. It's punishing. Which is... That, it, that kills it for me. But if you play it on the Switch online uh, service, and you can just rewind or create save states it is a far far more enjoyable experience so that that really saves it for me i feel like i don't know who kevin is anymore i am a villain <laughs> i am the newest zelda villain i just i want to read uh, the last line of my write-up for this while certainly not competing for the top spot as any longtime fan of zelda dungeon knows Landing at 16 ain't so bad. That's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Let's Space Mountain. <laughs> number number 15, Hyrule Warriors. Yes. And I think both you guys ranked this pretty high. I didn't rank it all that high. Yeah. I, had I ranked this. it pretty low. I had this at number 7. Oh, wow. I had it higher than you, which is weird. That is weird. I had it at number 5. Oh, wow. Oh. Just because I like playing it, I, I should I think I should have thought about it better. I might be regretting my decision a little bit now because it's not a great <laughs> Zelda game. It's not a best Zelda ever game. I just really like playing it. I have a world record in this game, and I ranked it seventh. <laughs> <laughs> Let that sink in. This game is great. <laughs> I also love all the Dynasty Warriors games, and I purchased every mainline Dynasty Warriors game in existence. So. That'll, so that'll do it. Right up your alley. Yeah, this is right up my alley. See, I, I'm the opposite. I played Dynasty Warriors, like, way back in the day. I can't even remember which one. And I was like, this is awful. Like, I'm talking about, like, back when you rented games. Oh, yeah. From Blockbuster or whatever. On, like, PlayStation so 2. I was, like, had, uh... I was like, this is awful. So, I played Hyrule Warriors with a buddy. We uh, uh, we, we took turns playing it. Uh, he bought it. I didn't. Um, and this is this you know what to be fair this is another game i haven't sat through and ran it like from start to finish but i've played enough of it that i was just like man i just like i do not like this it's just like mindless 
hack and slash kind of gimmicky fighting. Yeah. And I, I was, I was just like, you know, this is, this is just not my thing. It feels like when you, when you play a Zelda game, there's a certain level of intelligence in each Zelda game where like you have to do puzzles, you have to do, you have to think, right? And this game, it's just like, how fast can I press a, <laughs> See, Andy, what you're missing with the game is that you need to optimize your uh, text inputs and dodge certain things so that the text doesn't take too long, so that you can beat the level quicker. That's how you get world That's records. Right. That's how you put the WRs up there. Um, I will say, like, playing the older Dynasty Warriors games, where there was less characters, like, uh, I mean, like, less enemies on the screen, you had to think a little bit more about, like, okay, I'm going to do, like, this move here, and you were, like, locked on a grid a little bit when you attacked. I kind of want, like, like the Dynasty Warriors series has moved away from that, and with that, all of the other, like, Musou games, or Dynasty Warriors games, have kind of trended towards that as well, too. So it's, like, one versus one, they call it, like, one versus 1,000 gameplay, where it's, like, you're just mowing down, like, 3,000 Moblins, or 3,000 Fire Emblem Warriors. And I can definitely see the appeal of that. I, I definitely can. Like, that feeling of, like, like, hell yeah, I just took out, like, 200 enemies with like this one badass move i i could definitely understand the appeal it just it wasn't for me yeah i wish there was a little bit more challenge to these games but man are they fun uh this is a really great line from sean uh one of our associate editors uh <laughs> it is satisfying to slash and blast your way through bosses and enemies as if you were the t-800 from terminator <laughs> <laughs> that's why we love it so much sean said it well that's pretty great there you go <laughs> So that was uh, the first year the Hyrule Warriors had ever been uh, eligible for our list. So it comes in at number 15. I don't think that's too bad. That's a pretty good ranking for kind of a very different style of game. So, I mean, good job for it. Um, Number 14, speaking of very different style of games and side adventures, uh, Cadence of Hyrule, which uh, debuts pretty decently on this list, actually. And I was surprised that uh, a lot of the editors had, in fact, played it. Because when I was talking to people in the weeks before and after this game, there was a lot of people who were just like, I'm not I'm not going to bother with this. It seems lame. I don't want to play it. Wow. Um, but yeah, 14 out of the 20 had played Cadence of Hyrule. I think, that, I think that I ranked it the highest, actually, on my list. I had it at number 8. Oh, wow. Which That's pretty good. I think... Yeah, I, you know, I really liked it. It was, um, you know... The music was just fantastic, and that's a big part of uh, my enjoyment of a game like that. Like, story and music to me are, are very big drivers of my enjoyment of a game, and obviously, story in a, in a game that's kind of designed like this isn't going to be a thing. So, like, I think this this game really lived and died off the strength of its music, and man, the music in this game was just so 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 good. Um, yeah. and, and you know, it was really fun to play too. Like, it's uh, it's a fun game, and and I can understand where some people were just like. Moving in rhythm sucks, and you can turn I kind of get that, too. but, like, you can turn it off, but, like, I don't know. Like, when I was playing, yeah, I, 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 I forgot that I was moving in rhythm. Like, after about mm-hmm. half an hour, I was just kind of doing it, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a fun I game. I like the moving in rhythm. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, the whole, like, that's the big ideal of this game is, is moving in rhythm. I, I ranked this 14. I was right on the money. Yeah, 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 actually you were. This is a good game. My, I think my favorite thing about the game is Wizrobo. Yes, the boss is unbelievable. <laughs> Wizrobo is my favorite. 
<laughs> yeah, there there are some absolute gems for bosses in this. Um, Al, where did uh, where did Cadence end up on your list? I put it at eleven, um, and I think I need to play it again. I did this with Link's Awakening too when it came out on the Switch. I went through it really fast because I was kind of excited to play. I was like, "Oh yay, new Zelda game!" And I went through it really fast. And then at the end, I was just kind of like, "I have no thoughts about this except that I liked it." <laughs> so, I have a I have a Zelda Dungeon marathon story here. I was scheduled to play this game Sorry. at at six a.m. with Gooey Fame, and uh, the night before. We were we were having some fun. We were uh, we were hanging out in the in the back room of the Zelda yeah. Dungeon Marathon headquarters, drinking coffee. Drinking coffee, and I I drank a lot of coffee that night. <laughs> and so it's it's about three thirty in the morning, and I'm just like I'm not I'm not feeling so great. And I'm like, I wonder if I should go to bed or if I should just stay up and keep powering until six a.m. Oh man. And so I, I made the decision that like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get like two hours of sleep. So I go upstairs and I go to sleep. I wake up at six and I play the first hour of this game. I'm sitting downstairs with a hoodie and a hood is like draped over my head. I, I feel like I had like sunglasses on. <laughs> like, and you I was didn't. sitting there and I, uh, I played about an hour and I was, I think Ashton was somewhere around. I was like, Ashton, <laughs> come, come here. <laughs> I threw my Switch Pro Controller at her and was never to be seen from again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's man. great. Gotta that is Cadence. awesome. Gotta love Cadence. <laughs> great game. <laughs> All right. Look. Yeah. I, you know, I really hope that there is another game kind of like that that'd be really cool i think but maybe like maybe not a zelda game but like another nintendo based game like that mm-hmm. i would i would be really down for that um let's move on number 13 the legend of zelda oracle of ages and this is the first time ever that ages did not beat seasons and this really surprised me when we were uh ranking this game this is the game that was played the least by our editors. So only 11 out of 20 editors had actually played Oracle of Seasons, which surprised me because it's it's pretty readily available. It's like, um, it's not that hard of a game to find. So yeah, I, th- I think that that hurt its uh, position on the list a little bit. I think usually it finishes a little bit higher than this, but um, I, as a fan of Oracle of Seasons... Which, you know what, let's just talk about them together, because Oracle of the Seasons finishes at number 12. Um, okay. Let's just combine them. So, uh, it, it was exciting for me, because I, I like Seasons a lot, and uh, everybody I know at Zelda Dungeon like really kind of says, like, Ages is the better game, and by far. Yeah, I'm, I'm partial to Seasons. Um, and I've also played Seasons more, but there's just something about that game like seasons is more of like a combat based game and i love ages for the puzzles and especially for the boss fights they're a ton of fun so they're like unfortunately uh very close for me but i did rank seasons above it and i actually ranked zelda 2 above ages yeah so those may i think those are a little more interchangeable though but i do love both of these games they're both a lot of fun um, and they do they do things very differently. 
when I, yeah, when I see people rank Zelda games and they just say, like, the Oracles, they are very, very different games. Yeah. Very different. But, you know, to me, I feel like... I, I feel like Seasons is just... Um, it's it's a better balance for me. And it also has a more unique gimmick with the Seasons. Like, you know, we've kind of seen time travel before in Ocarina of Time. Um, and, and Ages does it very well. But, like, the Seasons gimmick, I thought, was just, like... It was a cool way to, like, reuse the small world map and make it different. Yeah. But to me, Seasons just has, like, a better balance of the things that you want from Zelda. Like, combat, puzzles... Uh, I guess not necessarily story, because I think Age's story is... Age's story is a lot better. Seasons is... There is not much of a story there. It's just... It's pretty much straightforward. But, uh, you know, I just... I I do think that the balance is a little bit... It's there a little bit more for me in that game, whereas, like, Age's is just, like... It's like puzzle after puzzle after puzzle after puzzle. Yeah, some of the dungeons, too, have some, like... Like, very in-depth puzzles, and some that, like, you really have to think... I think my favorite boss fight is with uh, with Smog, not the dragon. Uh, where you have to use the, uh, I think it's called the Cane of Samaria in the game, um, and you have to like combine them into one giant Smog and then hit them. Oh, that yeah. is like a super like unique boss fight. Like that that's one that really stands out to me with the game. Yeah, I, you know what? I I like them both a lot. Um, I did rank them pretty close because I mean, as different as they are, they are you know in their own way quite similar as well. I think that uh, I think that this is the next Zelda game that gets remade. I really I, do. I w- I would play these if they got remade, and probably rank them higher. I could totally see like a bundle pack um, remade in the style of of Link's Awakening. Maybe not in the style of Link's Awakening, but like remade in the same like kind of way that Link's Awakening was remade from the ground up. I could I could totally see that coming maybe after like Breath of the Wild two like maybe towards the latter uh, the latter stage of the Switch's life because I I think that there is you know there is some um, you know obviously there's a lot of people that haven't played these games I think that there's some demand for it so I, yeah I could I could totally see that happening yeah I think some things would need to be revamped a little bit to break away from like the Game Boy limitations I'll say. Like, with the secrets between the games and the linked game and how, you know, one playthrough can affect the other. I think that would maybe need to be retooled a little bit. But I don't think you would lose, like, any of the charm that this game has. Or that these games have, I should say. I would just love to see, like, Ricky and Dimitri in HD on my TV. (laughs) God, that'd be so good. No Moosh? I'm Moosh too. Yeah, Moosh is great. You know. Um, Which is good. They're all, they're all good. I have to point out one thing that warms my heart every time I look at this article. Is the picture that you used for the Oracle of Ages with uh, Nairu or Nehru, uh singing in the woods. I just love this little bear guy with his dopey <laughs> smile on his face. He's pretty good. <laughs> this guy I, is know, so I adorable. I posted this on Instagram and I'm like, this bear is my spirit animal. Like, look at him. <laughs> He's just so happy to be here. He's not like a dude in the game, right? Because I was looking at it and I was like, no, No. he's not. He's not in this game. Yeah, no, he's not at all. I I was looking at him. He's just there. 
I was looking at him like he's in the center of the picture, and I was like, are you sure? And I was like, no, he's not in this game. Because <laughs> he looks like he's he's got a story to tell. <laughs> uh, he looks like he's like, the main character. Yeah. It's like everyone's centered around this, you know, this girl singing, but it's really the bear that's like, <laughs> gonna go save the day. <laughs> Legend of Bear. Legend of Bear. It. Oracle of Bear. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Number 11, uh, The Legend of Zelda for the NES. I you know I'm gonna say I ranked it a little bit lower than this. I I I truly think that this game ranks as highly as it does because people like respect it rather than it's a great Zelda game and like it's a pretty good Zelda game. But it's the Zelda game. is it better? Is it better than Seasons or Ages or Cadence or even like Hyrule Warriors? I I don't think so. I ranked this game pretty high. I had this at number eight. I think I'm relatively new it... to this game. Uh, yeah, I ranked it low. I ranked it down with Adventure of Link. Not because I think it's a bad Zelda game. I just think that there are just so many better Zelda games. I would agree. It's it's very... Um, it's very hard to play if you don't have a walkthrough. Like, like almost impossible to play, actually, if you don't have a walkthrough. Um, especially in like today's kind of gaming landscape where like most games have this like uh, a total plethora of things for you to do and a system where you can keep track of all the things you're doing like this one truly is just to go out and find it there's no hints giving as, as as to where like these secret entrances are and stuff like that which is like which is on one hand great but on the other hand like um, it, it's not very inviting for newer players or like younger editors on our team, I wouldn't say. So yeah, I, I think that this game only ranks as high as it does for the kind of the, the respect of it being the first Zelda game. It, it laid the groundwork. Uh, yeah, it did. It, it truly did. So yeah, I'm, I'm not upset that it ranks as high, but, uh, I, I do think that there's a lot of games below it that I are better Zelda games. Yes. I, I agree with that. I'll tell you what. Number 10. One of the best Zelda games, but sitting at number 10 again. The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap. Here's a surprising note for you guys. I did not rank this game the highest. Uh, one of our editors, Allison, the other Allison, Allison B over in the UK, uh, she rated this game her second favorite Zelda game. Wow. I rated it wow. my third. Huh. There's some love for the Minish Cap. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm actually a little surprised that... I don't know, I, I rank this very low. Actually, I rank this the lowest, so never mind. My opinion probably is not in line with everyone else's. Well, I, let, go ahead. What do you? I just, what don't you like about Minish Cap? There's just something about the Minish Cap. It's like the weird... It's like a weird era of Zelda games. It's like the Game Boy Advance, sort of in between, like... The Wind Waker and like the DS Zelda titles, um, and this one I just did not have as much fun with it. There's something about the story of it. Uh, some of the music sounds like not so great. I think that's just the limit of the Game Boy Advance. It sounds kind of like I don't know the right word to use it, but I'm gonna say like chunky. It just doesn't sound right. I think that this this game has better music than Link to the Past. Oh, whoa. 
I do. Ooh, and I, delete and I bring your up account, Andy, past. right now. <laughs> I bring it up because that came out of the Game Boy Advance two years earlier. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, I, I said that. You can quote that. Yeah, well, I'm just going to close my ears for a sec. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I love this game. It's like you get an awesome new villain in Vati. You have Vati is a really cool. cool companion in Ezlo. The the gimmick of shrinking I thought was really fun. A lot of the dungeons I think are really fun. Um, I I obviously have some personal attachment to this game because this is kind of my uh, my intro to the Zelda dungeon marathon. So you know that's that accounts for a lot yeah. too. But like. Like, man, like, this is just, it's a really, it's a fun game. Like, there's a lot of games that I don't like sitting down and playing from start to finish, and this is not one of them. I respect that. Just not one of my faves. Um, yeah, I'm kind of the same in that boat, where I like the game. I played it once, and I was like, this was fun. But I kind of just haven't had the desire to play it again. I've played it a few times, too. There's, there's no bad... Like, there's no terrible Zelda games, too. Like, the, like, the Minish Cap is not a bad game. It's not a bad Zelda game. Like, the worst Zelda game is, like, you know, a rated 8.5 on a website, you know? I, I think Minish Cap was put in a bad spot, too. Kind of like you said, it was a weird time. Like, yeah. it, it, wasn't, it wasn't the first Game Boy Advance Zelda game. Like, that was A Link to the Past. So a lot of people kind of were like, okay, whatever, Minish Cap, like, that's great. Um... This came out at the same time as, like, the Twilight Princess reveal trailer, so a lot of people were already looking forward to that. And then it came out when a lot of people... Uh, I, I want to say this game came out in November 2004, and then, like, Nintendo had already announced at E3 that year the Nintendo DS, so it's kind of like, basically all eyes were already on the future rather than on Minish Cap, so I, I can understand why it's not more of a beloved title. But, uh, yeah, I... I I really love it. It's one of my favorite Zelda games. What can I say? Here we go. Number nine. The biggest travesty on this entire list. Yeah, it should have been lower. Skyward Sword. I I hate that this game is ranked so low. Like I I just don't understand. And you know what? This game, like we did the episode on last week. What a divisive game, because it is not really ranked in the middle of anyone's list. It's either at the very top or at the very bottom. Kevin, explain yourself. Oh, boy. How much time do we have? Three hours? Um, Skyward Sword, man, oh, man, do I just not like it. Um, I really want to play through it again, but it is just a slog. This game takes forever. Um, it seems lazy in most parts. Everyone, like, claims that the story is the best thing ever, and it's like, you know... It is! It's, it's the god's gift to Zelda. Um, it's a story. It's cool. I, I like the characters. Like, I like Bruce's character development. Zelda's really fun. Um, but there's just the... The gameplay of this is what kills the game for me. Um, and I'm not even... Is it the great dungeons, or, like, the the awesome like sword fighting mechanics oh, man it's the awkward maybe, maybe it's the clever puzzles no it's not it's not any of that it's there's some awkward controls in this game um balancing on like that uh was it the rock 
in the is it in the fire sanctuary? And you have to like balance on that. Like there's just some like needless things where you have to like hey, like you could walk or you can like wave your arm around like a you know, a music conductor and do the same thing. Um, things like the waft, uh, the waft wing, the loft wing flying, where you have to like flap up and down with the remote. Why are we doing this? Like, why is this a thing? Uh, jostling I on the tightrope. <laughs> I just think it's so funny that the people who uh, have not been fans of Skyward Sword, uh, like Rod and Kevin, the have complained about the fact that you have to do something to play the game. And I'm like, why are you complaining about being more interactive with your game? Why do you just want to sit there and plus a button? I don't get it. I, let's not rehash our our debate on Skyward Sword. If you want yeah. to hear us go really in-depth, uh, go check out last week's episode all about Skyward Sword and its placement on this list. I ranked it number two. Allison, you ranked it number one. And we can we can go to bed tonight knowing that we were we were right. Yeah, yeah sleep and Kevin is wrong. Sleep tight. I'll be dreaming I'll be dreaming about Triforce Heroes. Triforce Heroes above For reference, this man, Kevin O'Rourke, at Shabazzle on Twitter, ranked <laughs> Ranked Skyward Sword almost dead last, and Triforce Heroes as his fifth yep. best Zelda game. If I would have known that that was the case, I would have said no. You you cannot partake in this list, Kevin, by God. Wow. Deep, deep pain that I'm feeling right here. Almost as much pain as uh, Imprisoned Fight number three, <laughs> uh, Mulderac Fight number two, and uh, Servo Fight number two. But Kalakdos... Yeah. The greatest Zelda boss ever. That's a that's an incredible boss. The greatest. I can't I can't Galactus. tell if you're saying that facetiously or not, but like if you're not, or if you are, I I, I don't know what to say to you. Galactus is fine. I it's a, just it's have a great to boss. Quiet right now. Yeah, let's let's move on. We'll be on Skyward Sword all day. Let's talk about number eight, and we'll try and uh, speed this up here because we're running long. Legend of Zelda: A Link Between Worlds. Um, you know, pretty. Pretty good spot for A Link Between Worlds, I think. It's a really solid game. I actually enjoy this more than A Link to the Past. I'm gonna, I agree I'm gonna with say. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Me it has too. a far better story, far better characters. Um, I, I like the gimmick of going into the wall. Just kind of cool, like moving around like a... like a, um, What are they called? The hieroglyph, hieroglyphic? Yeah. That's what they're called. I Anyways, so. yeah. I, I, I like this game a lot. Um, Rod had a really good quote in this, which um, I liked a lot. He said, It's only to the past with more freedom. It's Breath of the Wild with more or Breath of the Wild with more structure. Which I think is like very uh apropos, because like this was kind of like trying to break the Zelda conventions before Breath of the Wild just like completely destroyed them. Yeah, mm-hmm. being able to buy all your items in one go. Yeah. And just being able to like go to any dungeon, there's a lot of freedom in this game. It's a good, it's a really good game. I liked it a lot. I like Ravio. It was a pretty good boss. Um, I, I like Hilda, Ravio, yeah, awesome. And Gully, Rosso. Hilda's actually low key one of my uh, favorite Zelda characters. I I really liked her uh, her kind of twist and and motivations in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's which is why cool. which is why I rank this above a link to the past because that game really <sighs> doesn't have a story where like this game does. You know, 
Yeah. I, you know what? We're skipping ahead a little bit, but I ranked A Link to the Past the lowest of anybody. Where'd you put A Link to the Past? Uh, I can't remember. Where did I put A Link to the Past? I want to say 13th. Oh, wow. Mm. That's criminal. Oh, wait. Me too. I did Oh, too. boy. You're both oh, felons. <laughs> All right. Let's, guys let's move on. Blasting me about Skyward Sword and putting <laughs> Link to the we're Past. Gonna, we're going to get there. Well, we're going to get there. Number seven, Link's Awakening. And so, as a little note, we let people kind of decide which version of Link's Awakening they wanted to rank, if they wanted to do, like, the Switch version or the DX version or maybe a combination of both or whatever. Whatever their Link's Awakening experience was, we let them rank it. Um, You know, I'm not sure... I want to do an episode on this maybe in the future because the more time passes from the remake, the... The more I feel like maybe, maybe I'm just like not as in love with Link's Awakening as I was, because it was like a very, it was an awesome game, like a, almost like a magical experience. But like this, the remake kind of it changed it for me, and I'm not sure exactly how yet, but I know that it did. Hmm. I think give this like four more months, and your opinion on this game will be completely different. I'm not going to say if it's going to be better or worse, but it will be completely different. I, I can feel that it already changed, because Link's Awakening ranked very high on my list last year, and it's still ranked very high on my list this year, but, like, yeah, I don't know. Something something about the remake coming out changed it, and like you said, I don't know if it's for the better or for the worse or or what, but it, it does... It feels different, which is weird, because the remake is such a better game than the original... Um, Link's Awakening DX, like everything, everything about it has been improved. So, mm-hmm. strange feeling. I ranked it kind of high this year. Um, well, because it's my, it was my first time playing it. But I feel like now that I've had some time afterwards, I'm gonna have to play it again to get more thoughts on it. But now that I've had some time since making this list, it might be lower on my list next year. Just because I, I still feel like there are Zelda games that are better than it. You know, this isn't fair, but I think that it it might be lower on my list, too. And just talking about, like, I'm thinking just about the Switch version of Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. It, it could rank lower on my list, because, like, it's just... It's hard for me to fathom that this game is the same price as Breath of the Wild. New. Oh, I don't, which, I don't which think about the price. Which isn't fair but... to Link's Awakening. Yeah. Like, for me, for me, I always do. Because it's like value for your dollar, right? Which, which I feel like is a big, important part of buying a video game. Because they're they're mm-hmm. not cheap. Sure, yeah. So, it's... And it's not fair, but like... To me, it just... It kind of... You know... It's not a long game. And there wasn't really a ton of extra stuff. There was a, There was a little bit. But the extra stuff that was there also didn't really hit for a lot of people so yeah i I don't know my feelings are still kind of undecided about link's awakening remake. i I don't know how fair that is about the price too because you could go out right now and get the legend of zelda with like the original legend of zelda and zelda 2 with a switch online subscription so like does the value of that change the weighting of that game you know what i mean I, I think that, you know, it it could, like this, I think it's just a unique experience. And I think that, like, 
whatever game had to follow Breath of the Wild was always going to be in a tough spot. Oh, yeah. Mm. Easily. Yeah. So, yeah. Link's Awakening, number seven. I wouldn't mind coming back to this in a little bit and just talking about, you know, some of our some of our feelings about how the remake has, has impacted Link's Awakening's legacy for us. But um, let's move on for right now. We're almost there. Number six, Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. This is a little bit higher than it was on my oh, list, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad. I guess, um, and every editor had played this game, so we had a full range of opinions on it. Um, you know, Wind Waker has a really good story, great music, uh, good characters. I, I'm not, I'm not crazy about uh, the sailing mechanic. I think that there is far, far, far too much water. Oh man, that's my favorite enough, part. Like, land. Yeah. I love running around on the boat. And I rank this very low. I rank this the lowest of the staff. Like sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I will uh I will also say I I have not played H D version, I've just played the Oh version. wow, okay. And I, I hear that H D is, is far, far better. Yeah, you once you play the H D version you can I feel I feel you, you can't go, go back. back. Yeah. You can't go back okay. to the GameCube. Andy, you should add Wind Waker H D to your list for next year. Which is funny, because I, I own Wind Waker HD. I got it when I bought my Wii U, but I just never got around to playing it. Oh, you should. Do it. Maybe. I always rank this game a little bit higher on my list. I I think it's a really good, heartfelt, happy, cheery game. I like the dungeons. They're not... They don't feel like a chore. They're kind of fun to go through. Um, I haven't 100%ed this game in a while. That part's kind of... It takes a little Ooh, while, boy, yeah. and it kind of is a chore. But I definitely like speedrunning the game, and I like I like the fighting style and how the music plays into it, and so I I always rank this game pretty high on my list. I might say that this has the best final boss fight in the entire series. I think I could be convinced of that. It's pretty close to the best like Ganondorf boss fight. It's a pretty like trying, classic I, one. I think too. that you could say I think you could say it's maybe the best of, of any fight at all. I like you know, that to give, Ocarina. To give the devil its due. Well, Dead Man's Ocarina Volley would be up there. To give the devil its due, though, I think Twilight Princess has an exceptional ending sequence. It's a pretty epic three-part boss fight. The music for fighting Ganondorf in Twilight Princess is great. Oh yeah, I love that. Let's get uh, let's get there. Number five on the list, Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. And as I said, I ranked this game number thirteen. Then that, that is the lowest of any editor. But you know Oof. what? And I and I just I just replayed A Link to the Past in full. I hundred percent of the game, like maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. It just it just it just doesn't have a story, like at all. Sure and I it think is. That's like sure it does. I, I mean, it, it does, but, like, not really. You know, it, it's it's missing something for me. And, like, I I didn't grow up playing A Link to the Past. Ocarina of Time was my first Zelda game, so I don't have that kind of connection to it. But, like, yeah, I, I mean, you just... It doesn't have a story, which I, I think accounts for a lot. Um, Zelda is, like, a very, very, very what's the right word here static character like yeah she, she's she really a minor has nothing player to her um then you know you you don't really have a lot of um 
you don't really have a lot of background for your main villains or anything like that. It's, you know, the dungeons I think are fine. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just something about it is missing to me. Like, okay. I think a link between worlds is, is better in like every aspect. Yeah. I ranked it lower than I've ever ranked it in the last couple of years that we've been doing this. And and the reason I realized is because I did grow up with the Link to the Past. It was my first Zelda game. And the only reason I was ranking it so high was because of nostalgia. And when I played it again and did my own 100% run, I was like, uh, I do not like this game wow. as much as I thought I did when I was a kid. I thought it was unnecessarily hard. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, what are you talking about? It's pretty easy. I thought it was hard. And I don't know. I just don't like it. It felt like a just a chore i say that about some of his zelda games it just felt like a chore to me and i was like dang i'm only giving this credit because i remember loving it as a kid man i think i'm crying revenge is terrible yeah oh my god <laughs> I, this game is the gold standard this is this is the reason that we have zelda today link to the past paved the way for every single other zelda game and I feel like people rank it higher out of respect, kind of like they do with uh, Legend of Zelda. I, I feel that. Just the gameplay cycle of this, though. Like, you have items that, you know, have you progress through the game. The dungeons are incredible. Um, it's a challenging game. There's tons of bosses. There's optional items, optional areas, two worlds to explore, and incredible music. And this is all just on the Super NES. This does everything that the Super NES wants to do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that Link's Awakening, even on the Game Boy, is a better game. Wow. I think that I think that Minish Cap is certainly a better game. Uh, yeah, I uh, Link to the Past. I know this is probably sacrilege, but and I and I like Link to the Past, but just in comparison, it's uh, it's it's missing something for me. I, uh, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I will remain upset. This is fine. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about a this game that fine. we can all be upset about. Number four, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Yeah. How does this game rank so highly on people's lists? I don't. I like Twilight Princess, but I ranked it very low. I ranked it at number 15. Um, I ranked it at, uh, I think it was my... Let's see here. It was my fifth least favorite Zelda game, only ahead of Triforce Heroes, Hyrule Warriors, and those DS Zelda Wow, games. terrible games right there. <laughs> Especially that Triforce Heroes yeah. one. <laughs> Awful. I ranked it at 14 too, so we're all pretty low. Yeah, I... So, so this is this is weird, because usually there's at least one person that like really loves Twilight Princess, but I just don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. Know. Ugly characters, ugly world. <laughs> I don't like Midna. Uh, you know what? This game to let's give let's give the the devil its due here. This game has great dungeons. It does have some mostly. really cool dungeons. It's got a lot of them too. It has a lot of dungeons. I like mostly. Actually, I take that back because Lake Bed Temple is terrible. That's a terrible. Uh, I don't really like Lake Bed that much, but it's not it's not it's not so bad. City City in the Sky. That's cool. That's a terrible. Oh, dungeon. that's Awful. terrible. I like City in the Sky. It's Horrible. awesome. That's the worst game. No, in that really? Let, let me ask you this, Kevin. It's just When's cool. The last time you ran through it. Oh man, uh, let's see. 
You ever you ever ran through it in one sitting? I've never run through it in one sitting, but you're also a maniac. Okay, so I also haven't spent. That's that's why you think that city in the sky is cool. It is cool. <laughs> you're in the sky in a floating world that you got blasted into from a cannon, and you have to go around and fight a giant dragon on top of uh, stereo speakers. It's awesome. Yeah, let's also let's also give Twilight Princess some credit. I think that almost all of the boss fights are excellent. They're yeah, the boss epic cool. and so cool. Let's let's bring it back though. You have some some not very good dungeons. You have an ugly game. Everybody looks ugly and deformed and weird. <laughs> you have a dark, literally dark, muddled Zelda experience with devoid of any color or light or joy. You have this this slogging twilight realm where you have to go and collect twilight bugs which is just like a complete momentum killer you spend like an hour and a half at the beginning of the game so this is funny i saw an article at from our pals over on uh, zelda universe and like one of the uh, editors was like the headline was as soon as i booted up twilight princess i could tell that i was in for a special experience <laughs> and i'm thinking to myself i'm like yeah, what gave that away? Herding goats or catching fish for your cat? Give me a break. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a weird pacing thing. Like, having to stop your epic quest to save the world, to collect, like, to have to spend your time and just go around collecting tad tones. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Um, To go around and collect bugs. <laughs> like, ugh, who wants oh to do God. that? Like, <sighs> what's wrong with tad tones? You're literally saving the forest, saving the forest. That was flooded. And it's fun that was flooded and for it's no reason. Colorful and it's nice. Skyward Sword is 100 times better than Twilight Princess always has and always will well, be. Well, Allison, spoiler alert: the it's lower on this better, list. So <laughs> Twilight Princess is in the top five. Which is funny, because last year, Skyward Sword was, I think, three points away from overtaking Twilight Princess. That's and this insane. year, this year we have too many Kevin O'Rourke's on the team. <laughs> I've been influencing people. Triforce Heroes as their fifth best Zelda game. Let me say that again. Triforce Heroes above games like Skyward Sword. Or Twilight Princess. Maker, Twilight Princess. For, yeah, for all you really... Super Uber Twilight Princess fans, Kevin O'Rourke ranked Twilight or Triforce Heroes above Twilight Princess. Uh, yeah, so you know Twilight Princess does a lot of things really well, but to me, I don't know. It's just Kevin. I'm going to steal your word from earlier. This game is a slog to play. Oh, I didn't say and that maybe about it's this. The but... last couple times I've played it, I uh, I played it basically in one sitting or like one or two sittings, but. Yeah, this this game just doesn't do it for me. There's so much going on. I think that there's there's probably too many dungeons. There's I don't like Midna. I think that she is annoying. Um, Midna's cool. Yeah, there's too much. It's trying too hard to be like really edgy. It's ugly. I think my my favorite thing about Twilight Princess is hearing Andy talk about Twilight. <laughs> I like the character development in the, in this game with Midna and Link their like relationship it's pretty cool um which is funny because people always dump on on fee but like 
you you talk about this game and you see Midna just like switch from being a jerk to being like okay like let's I, I'm with you now Link. She doesn't switch. I mean she does, but it that's pretty gradual. She still has her hidden agenda throughout the whole game. I think you see the Zelda scene where Zelda like gives up her body or whatever it is that she does. Yeah. I, I don't know. And then they try and sell you that that really changes Midna, but then nothing else that she does in the game is like really reflective of that change. She helps you out. This is this is a whole she, this is a whole other. She episode. goes into her Dynamax form and <laughs> punches Hyrule <laughs> Castle. <laughs> yeah, what a what a great scene that was. It was pretty cool. An, uns- an unskippable cutscene. Yeah, that was pretty epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. All right, let's keep going here. You know, we should do an episode on Twilight Princess like we did on Sky. Boy, Wars. what the roast of Twilight Princess! We will get roasted so bad, though. No, we we, we would we would need someone that loves Twilight Princess, and there is a lot of those yeah. people. Yeah, a lot of them. Apparently, it's pretty high on the list. They can sit there and tell me how herding goats is just the best thing ever in Zelda. Oh, I like goats. Well, you called them sheep the other day. Goats, sheep, same. No, thing. they're very different. Dude, in Pokemon, Buddy's sheep evolves into a goat. Your your that pal Hawk. That is true. It does. Yeah, let's take that. Criminal here. Moving right, let's, on. Let's move on. <laughs> number three, Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. Kevin, this is your number one overall game, was it? Not? Yes, it is. I think that everyone ranked it a little too low. It should be number one. You know what, I, uh, this was number one in 2017, and I wasn't mad at that. Yeah. This is a great game. Um. I loved Majora's Mask, except for the dungeons. Really? Yeah. I could play Majora's Mask all day long if I didn't have to do the dungeons. Oh, those are the best part. Why? What do you not like? What do you not like about the dungeons? I, just, I don't know. It's, they're just like Twilight Princess dungeons to me. They just feel like a chore oh. to do, and I want to play the rest of the game because the rest of the story is great. All the other characters and NPCs are great. I like doing all the side quests, but for some reason I have to stop them to go get an item so that I can continue them, and I just don't care. I feel like Woodfall Temple. Otherwise, I love Majora's Mask. Wood, Woodfall Temple may I be the Woodfall best Temple's intro dungeon awesome. in the series. I'll say uh, no. I agree. I I don't like Great Bay. I could see that very much. Now, have you played Have you played the 3DS version? Oh yeah. Do you think that the 3DS improved Great Bay, or was it just as confusing for people? You know, I'm trying to remember the N64 version of Great Bay. It was a little more difficult to follow with the switches. I, I think, yeah, they, they kind of did the same thing they did in the water yes. temple, didn't they? Where they put, like, a line. It's yeah. a little bit more clear with the um. It's a little bit... Uh, the problem with, the with Great Bay is, like, when you're in the area where the water is spinning and, like, getting into the right tube to go into the right place, it's, it's just, a little like, functionally hard. Yeah. I yeah. think that um, 3DS fixed that a little bit, too, especially with, like, the swimming for the Zora, which a lot of people did not like, that the Zora swims slower. But I right. think that helped it. Um, you know, Allison, I can see where you're coming from, actually. I, uh, I don't love Stone Tower. Oh, man, I think it's that great. It's, I think it's okay. It, it's, it's a little bit too long, I think. Yeah, there... But I, I think, I think Woodfall is fantastic. Like, that's an awesome dungeon. I will say a couple um, rooms in Stone Tower, you use the, like, the flipping mechanic with the light arrows a little bit too often. 
but I think it's a great final dungeon where you get to use like all the things that you have. You use all the masks, you use um and even some optional masks you could use in there that help you out. I think I think the worst thing about that dungeon is getting to it and playing uh, Oh, the elegy of emptiness. What the, yeah, the elegy yeah. where you have to like continually make statues over and yeah, over. Yeah, it kind of makes me wish it was just like an item. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like how they have that with the iron boots in Ocarina of Time 3D. I think these are minor things. These are, yeah. Minor things. So, um, you know, I, I think that uh, I think that this is probably a good spot for Majora's Mask. I had it behind a couple other games on my list. I think it was sixth overall. Although, looking at my list now, I, I think I would flip back Link's Awakening and Majora's Mask and put Majora in my top five. It's um, deserving of that. Not the best... Not the best story in the series, but like Oof. I feel like all the side stories really make up for that. And when I say not the best story, I mean like the main plot. Okay. Yeah, like it's not all the side it's stories. It's pretty simple. I think simple. the side stories really add. I yeah. mean, you're going around, fight all the guys, get the mask, save the day. But it's the side stories that really make this game special. Like you have all of these characters that are not only like. Like, they're not just, like, in this whimsical land. It's almost like Breath of the Wild, where some of the characters are like, hey, we haven't been to Hyrule Castle. Like, we've been under siege by this calamity for years and years and years. It feels like that in this game, too, where it's like, we have the moon that's getting closer and closer to us. We think we're all going to die. That's pretty heavy. And so is the moon. pretty heavy stuff, yeah. This is the best atmosphere of any Zelda game, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that, too. Like, everything feels like it's... Like, there's an impending doom. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And I would say Link's Awakening is probably the second most atmospheric to me. Because you also have that kind of sense of, like... uh, Yeah, every time you beat a um, boss, they're like, why'd you kill me? (laughs) Yeah, or like, what are you doing? Stop. It's called Mono No Aware. It basically means, like, it's a sense of happiness at, like, your surroundings, but also a sense of sadness because you know that it can't last. And that's that's what Link's Awakening is really good at doing. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, it's a it's a Japanese term basically used to describe cherry blossoms. Oh, yeah, that makes mono sense. mono nowhere. Look it up. It's kind of cool. Gooey fame told me about that. Um, let's That's move cool. on. Number two, Breath of the Wild. Yes. 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 So um, yeah, really, you know, I was expecting last year for this game to fall. In 2017, it finished number number three, and of course that was the first year that it was eligible for our list. And I was kind of expecting it to fall in 2018, but it stayed at number three. This year, this game was not that far away from challenging for number one. It wasn't, there was like 10 points between number one and this game. Um, and let me throw these statistics at you. The lowest place that Breath of the Wild finished was ninth. Hmm. 15 out of 20 editors had this game somewhere in their top five. I'm one of them. Wow, that's pretty cool. I'm yeah, one of them. Same. Yeah. Crazy. You know, I actually watched the Breath of the Wild trailer this morning. God, that still gives me goosebumps. Ah, same. It's so, so good. The one from the Switch presentation? Yes. So good. Uh, Best trailer Nintendo's ever done, by far. Yeah, I agree with that. I will say this, and I I hope this makes sense. Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite video games. It's not my favorite Zelda game, but it's one of my favorite video games to play. Yeah, that makes total sense. It's funny, though, how we were using the argument a little bit before to say, like, 
this isn't even the best Zelda game because Breath of the Wild mm -hmm. is not a traditional Zelda game. It's not. That's why it's not my favorite Zelda game. Well, but hold on. It, it's not, game. but there is still enough there that, like, it, it you could see the Zelda DNA in it. It's just sure. like, yeah. It, it's not like Hyrule Warriors, which is just a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Like this is an evolution. In like a Zelda game. Ah, oh, I'm so stoked for Breath of the Wild too. Oh yeah. I mean, really, what else can you say about Breath of the Wild at this point? It's um. I think it's it's truly one of the best games ever. Is it my favorite Zelda game? No. Is it one of the best games ever? I think so. Yeah. You know, and I know that there's a large section of people that it's really popular to kind of bash this game, and and they, you know what? There are some other people too that don't connect with it. I think Alexis was one of them that said like she didn't get Breath of the Wild because like she didn't connect because there's no narrative and there's no story. And I actually agree with that. I think Breath of the Wild is like really lacking in the story department that's why i like skyward yeah. sword so much because it, it's important to me to have a good narrative but that being said you can kind of in this game it has the ability for you to like make up your own story with the world and stuff like that it's just like it's so exceptionally well done that i i, I wouldn't have even i wouldn't have been mad if this was number one and i think like perhaps next year it could be as more and more new editors come in and like this is going to be in 10 years, this is going to be so many people's first Zelda game. Yeah, yeah it's pretty crazy to think. The Zelda Dungeon Marathon 2030. going to be like, remember that old Legend of Zelda 1 game? <laughs> that game sucks. <laughs> Bottom of the list. God, it would be 40 years old by then. It's like, oh man, they fixed uh, everything in Triforce Heroes HD. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that That's game will, that that game only games that deserve hd remakes get hd remakes Kevin. wow that's why skyward sword hd is coming oh yes brother it's definitely coming yeah, maybe they'll too. maybe they'll fix yeah, everything in the game then all right we've ran long we're finally here let's talk about it number one for the second year in a row legend of zelda ocarina of time what else can you say about this game very nice it's all it's all right. It's all right. It's my number two game. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I love this game. This is my first Zelda game ever. Mine too. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think anybody is upset to see Ocarina of Time at number one. I think like even if it's not your favorite Zelda game, I think you can just look at this game and respect it and say, like, you know what? Okay, this is uh, this is, I think it's the most important Zelda game. I think it's one of the most important video games ever. Yes. And some statistics for you. So out of 20 editors, this game finished number one, five times, and number two, seven times. So yes. let that sink in. 12 That's... out of 20 lists had Ocarina of Time at either number one or number two. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, this is like this is Zelda. This is the best Zelda ever. Yeah. It definitely is. It's on the list. It says yeah. so. I was just um my mom, we were talking about on one of our many road trips this weekend. We were talking about uh Christmas gifts that we've gotten in the past and my mom was like, "Oh, I remember 
several years ago we got you guys a game console and it came with a game and we took the game out and we wrapped it separate so it looked like we bought you a game <laughs> and i was like that was the gamecube and the zelda collection with ocarina of time and that was the first time i played oh, it wow. it was such a good memory on the gamecube it that's was really cool cool to like remember that i love ocarina of time i remember master quest on gamecube that was awesome that's going to be like the best pre-order that nintendo's ever done yes Hands down. Man, I, I, I miss them doing stuff like that. Although I did get a cool Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield, like, I don't know, little little Game of Thrones house banner or something when I picked it up. <laughs> that was neat. Let's wrap it up. Uh, I'm going to read what I said about Ocarina of Time, and uh, we'll just end it at that. I run out of ways to say it each year, so I'll leave it at this. To me, Ocarina of Time is three things. Timeless, flawless, legendary that is ocarina of time the best zelda ever for the second year in a row over at zelda dungeon we want you to head over to the site and uh, check this list out it was a labor of love it's long but you get so many different perspectives so many different opinions so many wrong opinions like kevin O'Rourke and skyward sword but yeah it's uh it's a great list i'm really proud of how it came together and thank you to all the editors that uh, contributed to it we're running long so let's get out of here but before before we do, I want a yes or no really quick. Do we have Breath of the Wild 2 on next year's list? No. Yes. Ooh. I'm going to say no, too. Uh, I'm I'm hoping. <laughs> it's it's on my Christmas wish list. I'd right. be okay with it. Yes or no, really quick. Do we see Breath of the Wild 2 at the Game Awards, which are happening next Thursday? Yes. yes. Wow, at the very I'm, end. I'm going to say no. In classic Nintendo fashion, at the very end, they'd be like, by the way, one more thing. I don't think we get Breath of the Wild 2 until E3. I hope that I'm wrong, but uh, we'll see about that. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, of course, we are over on Podbean, iTunes, uh, everywhere that you get your podcasts. Look for the Champions Cast. Give us a like. Give us a subscription. Give us a five-star review if you think we've earned it. That's going to do it for us. We're out of here. Uh, check us out on Twitter. I am at Spateri316. Allison is at Allison Aletha. Kevin is Shabazzle, tell them how much Triforce Heroes sucks. That's gonna do it for us. We're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>